Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena, and in this episode we're covering Season 2, Episode 12 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Who You Really Are. Original air date, March 10th, 2015. And as always, to start things off, here's the very quick IMDb summary of the episode. <laughs> Coulson and the team help a confused Lady Sif who has lost her memory after a battle with a mysterious warrior. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I thought you two were off. I thought I thought you both forgot for a second. No, I think we were waiting for each other and we we will not screw it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alrighty, so uh, another episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this one starts off, uh, we start seeing a uh, familiar face. We see Lady Sif just walking out of the ocean in a beach in uh, Portugal. Like Not gonna do. lie, totally did not even realize it was her when I first saw her. <laughs> Is it the, like, because she was wearing something really different, like normal? Yeah, it was just, it was like, um, <laughs> What? Well, you're an Asgardian. Don't... You don't right? wear people clothes. <laughs> right. That's, 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 that's like, I was like, um, who's the lady? I, like, I, I'm like, this is a weird way to start off this episode with somebody who I don't know. And then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, it's a mermaid. Really <laughs> yeah. I was just like, um, no. And then she like tossed the guy and I was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. She's strong. That, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what's she doing wearing regular clothes? Why is she back on Earth? Last I checked, we didn't have a movie tie-in. What the hell's going on? <laughs> That's true. Well, let's see. Last time... Yeah, last time and this time, there's no movie tie-in for her. Nope. But the other... Uh, you know what? I should check the date. March 10th. Last time, it was the same weekend that Thor The Dark World came out on Blu-ray. But there was another Thor movie. So this yeah, has we haven't had Ragnarok. no tie-in at all. Yep. Hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was I like, I didn't um, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't think, I think the only thing that happened on March 10th was um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I think this is pointless. All right, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, that works. Also on March 10th, uh, Lady Sif was asking for Kava. And that Ooh. seems to be all she knew about, to ask for Kava. And That's interesting, considering... Considering spoiling the later part of this episode, how we know the memory wipe works, how does she know she's looking for Kava? I was wondering the same thing just right? now, not earlier when I watched it. Yeah, no, I, I, I wondered the same thing. I was like, if you got memory wiped, why do you know what you're looking for? Yeah, yeah, we find out that like the stuff she knows, like she's known since childhood. The stuff she learned when she was real young. Did she know about Kava when she was little? <laughs> mm, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that's something I'm, I'm really curious. So, spoiling the the end, right when the um, when the bad guy gets his own mind wiped, 
we mm-hmm. don't really get any information around how much of his memory is like how much he does retain or not. I wonder if her being an Asgardian helped protect some of her memories. And maybe she has like two or three other actual recent memories, Kava being one of them. And then where she parked her car. She doesn't have a car. She's got Heimdall right? to figure that out. <laughs> but she doesn't remember well, Heimdall. Or, or no, she doesn't know Heimdall. But she doesn't remember she's Asgardian. So therefore she... Well, Can't no, she doesn't. She, yeah, she doesn't. So she wouldn't remember her car anyway, because if Heimdall is technically her car, or the Bifrost yep. is her car, then mm-hmm. she doesn't know where that is either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, already poking holes in this episode. Right. <laughs> oh, we have a few more too with this. Um, but with that, I guess we could move on. Um, yeah. To the. To, so we get to the next scene and we see May and Sky training and we see May let Sky win in this training session. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then, like, right, uh, when uh May says that Sky's holding back, she says, "Uh, you want me to go full Mortal Kombat," which <laughs> is a little callback because Ming Na Wen who plays. Yeah, she played. Uh, she played uh, Chun Li in the 1994 Mortal Kombat movie, so uh, she could handle full Mortal thing Kombat. I have never seen. Uh, you're you're fine. Okay, I figured. It <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Sky and Fitz, who comes in later, they they know how lucky May is that Sky's not using her powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Really quickly, just taking a step back, Chun Li is a character in Mortal Kombat because I know that's a character in Street Fighter. Is it? Or maybe I looked up the wrong thing. She was they... in Mortal Kombat. Okay. Because they also made she... the the only reason I know this because I don't I'm not really big into the fighting games, but the only reason I know is because there was another straight to TV movie. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Was Street Fighter: was... The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> Ming Na Wen was in both. She played oh. Sindel in Mortal Kombat, and she played Chun Li in Street Fighter, because she's uh, an Asian okay. woman who can fight, and they they didn't have a lot of them back then. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, definitely typecast. All right, <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> hey, do you still have her her IMDb page up or whatever her bio? Um, how, how many things? Mm-hmm. In there, is she a character who just fights? That, that's what I'm just curious about. Uh, let me. I'm not actually on IMDb. I did Mortal Kombat Ming Na Wen on Google, but I can pull it up real quick. Okay. Uh, because from what we know of her, she's definitely been typecast for a handful of things. She was, you know, those two, Mulan, this. Let's see. She'll probably get a small part in the live action Mulan movie when that comes out. Mm. Um, she hasn't been cast in it, unfortunately. She's playing Mulan in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, she is. Um, let's see. She plays Melinda May in Lego Marvel's Avengers the video game. <laughs> That's good. I always hate it when they play one of those games and it's a different voice. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? Yeah, I own that. No, I don't have Marvel Avengers. I have Marvel Heroes. Uh, she was in Eureka. She was in Stargate Universe. I've never watched it, so I don't know. <laughs> Neither have I. She's a she does a lot of voice acting. Um, mostly as Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> How 
how many show called Mulan in? Um, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, let me see. Um, Disney Infinity, and then various sequels to that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, she was in Push with Chris Evans, which I don't remember. Ooh, her I anymore. liked. I liked that movie. That was very underrated. Yeah, it's it was a good like superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the Batman as a voice of Ellen Yin. Um, Not as Batman. Oh no, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. Sadly, I think she could right? pull it off. <laughs> oh, I think so too. Mulan, 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 Street Fighter, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, she. I don't see her as a lot of uh, ninja people, at least from my, from what I know. Oh, she was in the Final Fantasy movie that would no Wait. one liked. I was like, which one? <laughs> Spirits Within. I liked that one. Screw you. She... <laughs> Wait, is that the one with Cloud? No, that's Advent Children. Oh, okay, then never mind. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I own it because it was like $5 when CompUSA was closing back in the day. Oh, my God. So... I remember CompUSA. Uh, she played the main character it's in like that. It's like Tower I'm... Records. I wish that would yeah. come back. No, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, but mm. uh, it wasn't It wasn't great. <laughs> anyway, we go back to what we're, um, we're not paid to talk about, which is Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> But if anyone wants to sponsor us, we're open to that right? conversation. Seriously, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, right. So back to this. So um, during that scene of training with May and Sky, um, uh, May also gets weirdly confrontational with Fitz when he comes in to start talking. Right? She gets all uppity about him being there, and I'm like, um, let let him be. He's a little broken. Yeah. Leave, leave him alone. Yeah. Has she been fighting with a rage stick? I mean, it right. would fit in with this episode. <laughs> uh, leave him alone. Yeah, I feel like that, that kinda... teen that did the uh, Britney, leave Britney Spears alone thing, I was like, leave him alone! God. Leave him alone! <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring me yeah. back to that. <laughs> so then we move on, uh, and then we get to another scene with Coulson and Mac, and they're taking inventory of shield supplies. And hmm. uh, at some point, Mac says, oh, hey, we're low on these Stark copper jackets. Uh, and Coulson says he'll put it on the list to make sure that Hill gets it to them. So does that mean that, A, Maria Hill is supplying S.H.I.E.L.D. with equipment from Stark? B, does Stark know he's supplying S.H.I.E.L.D. with equipment? And C, does Stark know that Coulson is alive? Good question. My thoughts would be, A... Um. Yes, Stark is um supplying his stuff. Right. B. Stark might be suspicious or might not even might even know about it, but he's not saying anything for plausible deniability. And mm-hmm. then uh, see, no, he does not know Coulson's life. He's thinking he's working for Fury or something. Like yeah, that. that's what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought because uh, we know that we know that Maria Hill works for Stark and we know that Maria Hill worked, worked for Fury. And as far as I know, Cap knows that Fury is alive. So you would think Tony Stark knows Fury is alive, which, and if he knows that shield fell and his shield still in process, it's still working. Then he would know that somebody's running shield and would assume it's Fury and would be funding Fury's shield. Yeah. I, 
I think it would be a big deal to Tony if uh, Coulson was alive. Showed, yeah, Coulson <laughs> suddenly showed back up. Yeah, that would be a big deal. Yeah, and then Tony would be a little pissed that Fury manipulated them in Avengers. So. Yeah. Okay, that, that works for me. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just really curious because in my mind, at some point, eventually, the Avengers, like, everyone knows Coulson's alive. And I want to know when they figure it out because I, I assume that happens at some point. And I just, I, I want to know when and why and i i don't think we ever get any kind of resolution to know what they feel when that happens I, but yeah i don't think they do well i or you think that there's like a hypothetical situation where they've all found out individually probably something along those lines yeah and mm -hmm. like i have some theories and I, I'm not going to go into it too much because it's kind of spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. later, but, you okay. know, it's a five-season show and stuff happens. Um, six seasons. So, six seasons? Yeah. Oh, six five, seasons five, already happened? It's five seasons. Well, five seasons oh. so far. Six is coming, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so far five, you know, we've had five years of, of this TV show. So, mm -hmm. I, um, it's like, I, I just assume. But uh, anyway, I guess we can move on with that. Um, and I'll just bring up this exact same question again in the future. Maybe in three weeks, maybe in six. I don't actually remember. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, so that out of the way. Um, and actually during this exact same scene, um, Coulson brings up to Mac that he wants Mac to be a field agent. And Mac is okay with that concept, but he says that he's definitely not a violent person. And mm -hmm. I think it was you, Tony, that, that brought it up previously. Because he, like, why is he a member of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, why did he join? Because he's a big guy. And yeah, and he can definitely hold his own in not only just a fight, but also in field ops from what we can tell. Like, he knows the equipment. He knows all that stuff. Like, what what did he do before S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, he, fell? He was a mechanic, wasn't he? Yeah, that's that's exactly what he was. But... How does he know all the other stuff, right? The tactical type of stuff. Like, I, I don't think that's basic field training, right? Because we, we know there was S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy and all that stuff. And, you know, Fitz yeah. and Simmons, they didn't go through tactical training, as far as I know. That, that's true. I mean, that's the argument against what I was going to say. I was going to say, compared to military training, that even if you're not on the front lines, you still get your basic uh, PT and stuff like that. But we know that Fitz and Simmons definitely did not get that. So well, I wonder if, what what academy or what part of Shield he was actually in. Is there a mechanic section? Yeah, oh, there's there mechanic. The technically they there had to have been because the the amount of crafts they have for Shield. But I mean, they had the, and the arts and the the <laughs> Quinjets and stuff and all sorts of other things. There had to be some form of mecha mechanization. At the very yeah. least, they've got the big old computers on there. Yeah, that's true. They can't... You don't want to put all the money into funding like Fitz and Simmons level, level education for someone who's going to be essentially a mechanic. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think his combat skills, if you could call them that, are just like self-taught or natural from being such a big muscular guy okay that, that, that fits for me my my only other thought is pretty much 
spot on kind of with what you'd said of of basically maybe he did actually go through basic training realize he's not really a uh combat type of guy he doesn't really doesn't like violence and so then he just kind of went into you know one of those jobs that stays away from violent situations mm -hmm. yeah um, and maybe he actually was in the military and like that's where he kind of got that stuff because i don't think we ever get enough of a backstory to really figure this out like even later in the series i think we do we get some backstory with him way later on yeah, I remember uh, that. I just didn't remember how how much of this part of his history we get. Yeah, um, can we talk about Coulson's bait and switch a deal he's running? Uh, he calls a Mac in and says, "So you'll work with us, but you're just gonna be a mechanic." And then they puts him in the field. Melinda, you'll just be the pilot. Don't worry about it. And then she's in the field. This is <laughs> this is seems like a scam he's running here. Right. <laughs> That did not occur to me till right now. <laughs> well, everyone who works with Coulson ends up in the field. Oh yeah, right. Like, were were Fitz and Simmons were they supposed to never go into the field? And it only took like what three episodes. They were supposed for that to be to in a battle capacity. Yeah, they. Yeah, she's right. Um, they were supposed to be like. If we find a cool thing, we research. Like the 084 episode, which is the second episode of the series, they were supposed to hang back and uh, Ward was supposed to protect them. But like three episodes, well, the Fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. or even um, the episode with Ward and Fitz in Russia, he's putting them in battle capacity, which they should not be in because they are not trained for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's uh he definitely has a one-track mind on that i guess interesting yep. yeah. or the fact that this is an action show and that would suck if half the people never did any action probably yeah it would definitely be a very different show it would yeah i was gonna say a very different show <laughs> all right works for me okay uh so uh moving on um so next scene, we see uh, Coulson and May show up at that Portuguese prison to basically pick up Lady Sif. Um, mm -hmm. We see that uh, Coulson's trying to help her, um, but she doesn't know anything about herself uh, other than the fact that she is an Asgardian. Um, because like he said, Tony, she she knows some of the, the stuff she knew, what, learned when she was a child. So she has basic memories. Uh, the mm -hmm. type that I always assume I would keep if I ever had amnesia um i don't actually know if that's true or not uh tv has ruined me for knowing exactly how amnesia would work but i always kind of assume that's how it would work well nowadays i assume amnesia isn't a thing i think it's a tv trope and it probably it's never happened <laughs> <laughs> I, that's probably wrong too i just went extremely the other way because i don't trust media <laughs> that's that's fair I've, I've i've heard some things about like like how different some of those things are like amnesia i know is definitely nothing like how tv is but i don't know what it actually is like yeah so i want to talk about my biggest like tv and or one of my biggest tv and movie uh pet peeves is it giant which, pets uh no because that was the only good part of inhumans was that giant dog but <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. um okay. <laughs> so uh, to jog Sif's memory, Coulson shows them pictures of them working together, right? But these mm -hmm. are just stills 
of the actual episode. Because there was no photographer taking pictures of them, and those just those angles were the exact same spot where the camera was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this really pissed me off in particular in Star Trek 3 when they show Spock's death, but it's just the exact video from Star Trek 2. It's like, there was no camera there. This is BS. I really hate that. Can't you get like some other like behind-the-scene photo showing them working together? Not in that exact spot. <laughs> <laughs> They could have remade it, too. I mean, they were already on set for a movie. Might as well. Yeah, and they wear the same costumes, a suit and that armor, which she gets into the armor later. So... (laughs) You know, one thing that actually kind of bothers me about this, too, is that she immediately recognizes herself. Like, I don't know if I would immediately recognize myself. Right? Yeah. I probably would not. Well, she's very... She was a very self-centered child. She just looked in the mirrors all the okay. time. That fits. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the rest of the stuff that we find out during the scene, uh, we get a little bit of information about uh, kind of how she lost her memories, or at least what happened to her, how she ended up in her predicament. Um, Sky finds a video posted to Twitter uh, showing Lady Sif losing a fight on a boardwalk um, and basically getting hit with a little mini hammer. Yep. Yeah, which yeah. I was like, um, mini Mjolnir, anybody? Come on. Uh, a, a truncheon. <laughs> without yeah. a cool name. <laughs> mini Mjolnir. Without Mjolnir. I don't know. I kind of like the name truncheon. It's just fun to say. Well, yeah, yeah but truncheon's a thing. It's not, it's, it would be like calling Mjolnir hammer. Uh, which, which Thor does. Hammer! Hammer! <laughs> <laughs> It's true, you can't uh, just call truncheon. Truncheon! truncheon! <laughs> uh, terrible. We're terrible. Maybe, maybe I'm not. okay with this. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we can go ahead and, and move on. Um, so we'll skip over a few things because kind of a, a few... Uh, um, other other scenes, you know, a lot less important. But uh, basically, we get to the entire Shield team, pretty much, or most of the Shield team, um, on the boardwalk uh, that we just saw in the previous mm-hmm. scene uh, with Lady Sif, where she was fighting um, Truncheon Man and <laughs> the Trunchbull. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the Trunchbull? Tr- what? The Trunchbull from Matilda. <laughs> He's terrible. Yeah, I've seen the movie many times. It's but, the name um... of the principal. Is Miss Trenchbull. Hmm. Oh. Never mind. Keep going. I'll edit that out. <laughs> like, Over my head it went. <sighs> so anyway, we are, we're, we're on the boardwalk now. Um, and uh, May calls Lady Sif a good warrior. And then Lady Sif immediately calls herself a great warrior. Uh-uh. <laughs> Humble. I thought was great. <laughs> well, what, what do you expect from a, a girl who uh, stared at herself in the mirror all day? She, she's a little full of herself. Only a little. That's true. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I guess coming from May is, is kind of a nice compliment, right? Being called a good warrior. Um, yeah. And, like, if May called me a good warrior, I would probably immediately think of myself as a great warrior. But she doesn't right. remember May, so I don't know if, if she has that, that level of thought to, to make that leap. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, um... 
So uh, other items that are happening, uh, the rest of the team is searching for clues on the boardwalk. Um, <laughs> Hunter knocks over a lamppost, and yeah. Mac makes a reference to the multiverse, which was interesting. Well, Hunter breaks uh, rule number one of CSI crime scenes, which that's repetitive because CS stands for crime scene. Yeah, don't touch stuff. <laughs> he pokes it and it falls. Possibly killing more people. A <laughs> but he found a clue. So you poke it? I found a clue. Clue? Dang, I mean, whatever works. I mean, I would poke it, but that's because I'm not a CSI investigator and I like poking things. Mostly with <laughs> sticks, but... <laughs> That's true. At least get something to, you know, so yeah. you're not touching it with your hand. Could be an 084. Never know. Things could go bad quickly. Yep. Um, all right. And so um, pretty much right after that, uh, we get some a little bit of, uh, I don't want to say exposition, but a little bit of explanation from an elderly man who explains that this bad guy was stealing helium. Because he um, liked making his voice squeaky. Yeah. Oh, was it helium? I thought it was like liquid nitrogen. No, it was nitrogen, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. I thought it was liquid um, nitrogen. Sorry, I uh, I wrote that rip down wrong in my notes. I wrote helium, and on the next line, I wrote liquid nitrogen. So, yes, you ah. you're both right. <laughs> liquid <laughs> nitrogen. Um, yep. Which we Although, find out. I want to see this whole rest of this episode go with him having a squeaky voice. <laughs> I feel yeah, like great. this is gonna go the way of hungry hungry what never mind okay Alrighty. <laughs> just smile and nod boys smile and nod all right <laughs> um so with that um you know out of the way um bobby and sky uh, are now at a uh portuguese hospital bobby demands to speak to to find an english speaker um mm. And then um, <laughs> she was very nice about it. She tried Portuguese and pretend like she didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, but the way she said it, I didn't, I didn't write down her exact words, but the way she said it was like, go find me a, an English speaker to the it was like a, a janitor, I think, is who yeah. she was talking to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was polite about it. She went to Portuguese and said like her Portuguese was very bad. And could you help? Could you find an English speaker? She didn't come in like an ugly American going like, God damn it, why don't the people speak English around here? Just mm. yelling. <laughs> All right, well, that's better at least. <laughs> but she does she does give a, a whole reason to Sky why she requested English, right? Because she wants to make sure she could learn if, if they're uh, lying or not and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so as I just said that, I realized, Tony, is that exactly what you just said? Because I was just kind of reading ahead in my notes, and I realized there have been plenty of times where I've done that exact thing. <laughs> kind of. I, I had uh, two notes here, which one of them is that then a little bit of Sky being paranoid that she's going to be found out that she's lying about not having powers. Right. But also, a little Easter egg or behind the scenes fact I found that this um, hospital is the same set as the Griffith, the place that Agent Carter lived in. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Which I would not recognize if they didn't have it on IMDb trivia. <laughs> well, that is good to know. Cool. Yeah. You heard nothing. All right. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so while they're there, um, Bobby and Sky uh, do meet a, 
a woman who doesn't know who she is. So amnesia again. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, So this is part of the scene we kind of skipped over earlier because we didn't really have anything to talk about. Uh, But Truncheon Man shows up and makes her lose her uh, her memories. So here's the uh, the result of that. Um, yeah. and then pretty soon after that um, just because we're going back and forth uh, Bobby and Sky get some uh, get a call from uh, I don't remember who it was exactly but let's say Coulson uh, that uh, hey their mystery guy is uh, looking for liquid nitrogen because he's blue and um, <laughs> then then they find him ah, and he is blue um, yeah he actually then, uh, um, we find out he's naturally blue and so he's the opposite of a person because when a person would touch liquid nitrogen, they would turn blue, but he turns person colored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just assuming he's either really cold or really warm right now. Mm-hmm. He is wearing a hoodie, I think, or a jacket Damn. of some kind. So he's probably really cold. Yeah. Where, where in the world are they? They're in They're Portugal. In Portugal. Yeah. I don't know what the weather's like in Portugal. I'm going to assume it's warm because they have a beach. It's that's true. All places with possible. a beach are are warm. They're like 80s and sunny all the time. All the time. That's why the penguins live on the beach. They like the warmth. Exactly. Yep, makes sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they have a fight, and then the earth shakes. Ah, and the bad guy gets away. Aww. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, she shakes the ammo out of her gun, which right? ha- takes pretty that precise imp- shaking. I was like, that's impressive. <laughs> if only she could harness that power to shake it out of other people's guns. Right? <laughs> that could be so useful. Yep. Uh, all right. So, a um, little bit of uh, exposition happens on the next scene. Uh, we get um, everyone uh, on the bus just kind of trying to figure out some information about what they just found out. Uh, and so they find out that a uh, bad guy is a Cree. <gasps> so now we know why he's blue. Uh, <sighs> and then we also learn that Kava means keys. So earlier, um, Lady Sif was looking for keys because she remembered where her car was but couldn't find the keys to, them, to the car itself. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, so, uh, next we get, uh, kind of a, a little, uh, little scene of, uh, Bobby and Mac, uh, chatting in a dark room, basically, uh, trying mm-hmm. to, um, uh, chat a little bit more about their side thing that's going on. And Bobby's trying to convince Mac to, to let her bring Hunter on board for whatever their secret thing is. Mac is completely against this idea. Mm-hmm. Um. Not sure if either of you wanted to say something, Tony. I, I know you had your name. I, to, I did, but scene, I realized but... it's it's going to fit better in the next episode, so I will hold on to it. It's going to hold have your on name to it. There. Thank you. Right? <laughs> hold on to it. All hold right. on. <laughs> that went a lot longer than I meant to. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, so we get to the next scene. Um, the team realizes that the Cree guy is headed to uh, Portugal. Um, and so Skye asks to stay out of this mission. Um, she yeah. makes up some reason. Uh, I kind of would have assumed that she would have given a better reason because she probably would have had some more time, but she kind of thinks of it on the spot. Uh, and May mm-hmm. is not buying it at all. Yeah. 
Well, um, unlike uh, Jarvis in Agent Carter, Sky has a realistic tell. When she's lying, she makes jokes a lot more often, right? which is more realistic than, you know, tugging on your ear. <laughs> I still love that. It annoys me, but I love it. So yeah, so she makes a joke about she hurt her head and she's seen cartoon birds and she doesn't want to chase the guy in the blue man group. Which is, she's a lot more flippant when she's nervous or lying to everybody. Mm-hmm. This is why I could I could never, like, be good at, you know, poker or something. Because I could never find someone's tells. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's most, I think it's more avoidance. Because she definitely, we see it when she's trying to avoid one of her problems. We see it a lot more. Good to know. So anyway, we get to the next scene, um, and it looks like the Shield team actually beat the Kree guy to Portugal. So that's mm-hmm. a first for what happens usually in TV shows. Um, well, they so have fly. Here... They should win every time. I was like, can he fly? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. D- does that can he spin that truncheon around and fly with it? <laughs> uh, you good laugh. Question. But it's no more. It's no more ridiculous than having a hammer do it for you. So. <laughs> Is we're a little more used to that. <laughs> just a little, just a little. <laughs> um, so maybe, yeah, maybe he just flies slower than than the shield jet. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, they uh, they get there. He is pulling out a big old box of something, uh, mm-hmm. and the shield team surrounds him. Basically. Yeah. Random fact about the cave that they corner him in. It's the same mm-hmm. cave that they filmed the Batcave for in the 1966 Batman. So, I'm pretty sure Batman's just being lazy. Was it in any other movies? Anything more recent? Or, um, nope, not that popped up on IMDb. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Thank you, are, IMDb. Are you just reading off the IMDb trivia? Huh? Like the facts? Are you, are you just reading <laughs> off the IMDb trivia right now? Do you just have no? Nope, I wrote down the few that were interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I don't know. We could cheat with facts. Ugh. Well, now you do. Anyway, <laughs> good to know. So back on uh, the bus. Uh-huh. Oh wait. Um. No. Also, they throw a net on him that like electrocutes him and incapacitates him. Right. When we didn't see like them get that from Fitz or Simmons. When would they use this? Because that would kill a regular person, since Kree's are so much stronger. Maybe that's why they use it. Like, maybe this is for those times when they need to like break into a building, and you know how like some bad guys they have like dogs in the area. Maybe these bad guys have like lions or bears, and they need to <laughs> disable them. It's just standard so, shield tech. Standard shield tech. I, but I would love to see next time they're going up against Ward, they just throw this on him and he just poofs into a pile of ash. So we should have done that earlier. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it would work. <laughs> I can imagine Colson saying that too. Oh, I should have done this sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, so back on the bus, um, the Cree guy is getting interrogated. Um, we learn a few things. Uh, the Cree guy has a name. It's Vintak. Um, and he is 
very willing to restore Lady Sif's memories to prove that Lady Sif attacked first, and he right. is the innocent one in this whole scenario. He's like, I didn't do yep. it. I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so before they're even going to give him back his truncheon to restore the memories, Bobby is uh, trying to analyze it using light of some sort. Uh, mm-hmm. And I guess the equipment doesn't know how to analyze it, so yeah, they just um, kind of give up on that. Yeah, I like. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek recently, and they uh, is very common in Star Trek where you'll scan something and just like, oh, now that I scanned it, this button does this, and this button does this. I know how to use it perfectly. I'm mm-hmm. glad that didn't happen because it's it's really unbelievable. I'm just like, I call them BS on Star Trek, which is not hard to do. <laughs> But I do like how Bobby uh, tested it out on Hunter. Because (laughs) (laughs) it would have been perfect if it worked because he would have just forgotten everything that he had found out. (laughs) That would have been. That would have been really interesting to see where that goes. But I'm kind of (laughs) glad it didn't go that way. (laughs) Um, Oh, and since we're there... um, talking about uh, Bobby and Hunter. Um, so Bobby uh, uses this time to push Hunter away emotionally, which is what Mac had said she should do earlier. Mm-hmm. So good. She's doing it. Woohoo. Yeah. All hurt and Hunter's I knew it was feelings. Go- I, was, I knew it was going to backfire. Yeah. All right. So uh, we get to the next scene, uh, and then everyone's back at the playground, back at the shield base. Uh, and so we find out that... Uh, uh, Vintak is there, willing to restore Lady Sif's memories. Everyone wants him to restore Lady Sif's memories. Uh, but they're not giving him back the truncheon. It's like, <laughs> I need the truncheon to give back the memories, but you're not helping. It's a whole Catch-22 thing. So then he yeah. just kicks it away from, I think it was Coulson who was holding it? I forget who was holding the truncheon. Anyway, I then he... Uh, it was May, but I'm not entirely sure. I Well, I would I, not believe that someone would be able to kick something away from May. Exactly. Maybe Bobby. <laughs> Maybe Coulson, but not me. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was either Bobby or Coulson, but probably Coulson. Anyway, uh, so he gets the truncheon back and then truncheons back Lady Sif's memories. Um, mm-hmm. And then. Also known as uh, detrenchification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I believe that is the technical term. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Um, she gets her memories back, uh, and then we get a little bit of, uh, explanation finally from Lady Sif, who says, all right, I guess the Kree guy is kind of telling the truth. I did attack him, um, because we don't really trust Kree on Earth, on Midgard. Uh, last time they were here, things were bad, or basically the super long, actually, I don't remember. Did she say that the Kree were here once before, or no? I, because they're... I don't know if she said that. She knew about the experiments. Because the experiments happened on many different planets. So I uh-huh. think they were nervous. And then I guess the experiments had failed on the other planets, but they worked on Earth. Hence what we find out. Which is, I have a lot of notes about the random ca- crap that we find out. <laughs> Not random. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although... Uh... Lady Sif didn't know that. I guess the Asgardians don't know that uh, uh, the experiments worked on Earth, right? right. Or I mm-hmm. guess yeah. not even the Kree knew that, or did they? I'm not too Most sure. Most of the Kree didn't know. Yeah, there was like a faction of Kree who knew because they're the people who built the temples and left the obelisks or diviners. 
but okay. not and everybody. those were also the they were also the ones who did the experiments right because i think they said it was a small faction of them who went off and yeah. did these experiments yeah i think the reason sif is there is because earth is one of the nine realms and thor's busy <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. He's he's off. He's got some some stuff to do. He's he's on do Earth. Kind of... He's on Earth right now. He's fighting Hydra, looking for a Loki scepter. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. what the hell. <laughs> Fake Odin just needs to call him and let him know what's up. <laughs> well, well, he's not chancing that one. Fake Odin. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we get a, a big old exposition on Terra Genesis. So we find out all this stuff about the Inhumans and everything. Uh, Tony, yeah. you said you had a ton of notes. I don't know if you wanted to take this or Alicia. However, we wanted to split this up. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Terra Genesis, Alicia, was what we were hinting at last week when we were talking about um, like the metamorphosis or the chrysalis. The word I didn't want to say was Terra Genesis, oh. which is what you call transformation into an Inhuman. They call that in the comics. Okay. Yeah. We also talk about that the Kree were fighting a war, which we'll find out next summer. The war against the Skrulls. The <gasps> next yeah. summer in real life, not next in summer real life, in not the movie yeah. that because we're next, talking about this episode from years ago, right? Yeah. N- next summer in this would be Age of Ultron and Ant Man, which there are no uh, Skrulls there, as far as we know, because they're shapeshifters. Right. Yeah, like as far as I know. <laughs> And then we find out what's in the box. It's it's, it's nothing. Nothing. It's, it, nothing is in the box. Uh, all seven diviners are missing. We know Oops. we as audiences know where two of them are. One is destroyed and partially in Trip's chest, and the other one is um, uh, not. Uh, Nightcrawler has the other one. Mm-hmm. So there are still five diviners where we don't know where they are. <gasps> Yep. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Where are they? Oh God! Whatever shall we do? Yeah, that one. Call, call, call Sif. Is call it, Sif. No. I guess. Yeah. It didn't. Seem, it doesn't seem to work out that well. <laughs> I'm curious what would happen if she touched it. The the diviner. Again, we talked about this a few weeks ago, where you were talking about the Hydra weapons, how they work. I have a theory, but that would be a big spoiler. So okay, it's another question I cannot answer. Damn. Well, remember <laughs> that because I'm gonna forget to ask in the future. We'll, so we'll see. Hopefully, we'll you see. remember to to bring that up because I'm curious. We'll see. Okay, I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Um, let's see. So uh, during the scene, we also get a little bit of other information. Um. Uh, let's see, we already covered a lot of this stuff. Uh, Vintak basically came here to destroy the Diviners. He doesn't want to use them. He just wants to make sure that uh, the actual Kree, you know, the, the rest of his his whole race don't find out that, uh, uh, one, things actually worked here on humans, uh, and mm-hmm. two, that they don't actually restart those experiments because they were very um, bad. Inhumane, I guess. <laughs> Inhumane to the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, in, well, he's got, like, Kree sensibilities. Are they in Kree, Mame? Because Inhumane is very human-centric. I have a problem with that. <laughs> I don't know. It benefits us. It probably is uh, probably more of a problem for the Kree or the Asgardians. 
Yeah. <laughs> or the mm-hmm. Groots, whatever, whatever their his race is called. Right. I, I knew his race sure. at one point, it's, huh. but it says it in the little his little info on the corner of the screen in Guardians one. But I can't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. Good to know. All right, uh, so then uh, during this whole conversation, um, they let out that uh, Reyna is still alive and she was uh, turned into an inhuman. Uh, then porcupine. they start talking about... Yep. <laughs> yeah, inhuman porcupine? Mm-mm. In porcupine. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they start talking about how to find and kill her. Um, then for absolutely no reason, to unknown to everyone, uh, the whole building starts shaking. It was so weird. Right? Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. So unusual. So unconnected to anything that has happened <laughs> in the most recent episodes. Yeah. Oh, wait. And... <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> and then we find out Sky has shaking powers. Well, that's interesting. I completely what? missed that. Did, did either of you get that? No, no I had at all. no idea. Huh. Apparently, Fitz told nobody about this. Not even us. <laughs> that is right? good to know. I would l- no, actually, it would be terrible storytelling, but I would find it interesting if we never got those scenes about Sky shaking and then suddenly she has powers for no explanation. Yeah, that's definitely one of those things you say would be good, but when you actually see it in something, you're like, oh, that was yeah. horrible. God damn it. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have a whole flashback episode, and I hate flashback episodes, and Al really hates flashback episodes. I remember from like a year ago when we talked about flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't brought it up recently, but I remember. <laughs> that's accurate Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) they're not fun (laughs) um so then things kind of start to escalate basically so everyone finds out that uh well sky's an inhuman now uh that explains a bunch of things it starts filling in some gaps to to everyone's minds Mm -hmm. um and then uh, lady sif wants to take sky to asgard and vintak just wants to kill her right yep yep and all of the shield personnel are like, uh, nope, nope, we're keeping her here. Yeah, um, I'm actually well, really curious. May and so... Fitz are like, no, no, and Coulson are like, no, no, we're keeping her here. <laughs> so Lady Sif wants to take Sky to Asgard. Would mm-hmm. they have tried to cure her? I was, like remove inhuman power stuff. I'm curious yeah. what would have happened there. Like why not? Why not explore that option? I don't know. I, well, I mean, they tried to cure uh, Jane when she had the Aether because it was an alien. Mm-hmm. I guess they might try to cure Sky. Or, well, the problem is the reason they don't want to do it because they have no power in the situation. If they decide to arrest Sky and keep her there forever, there's literally nothing they can do about it. <laughs> that is true. So don't, don't mm-hmm. want a chance losing her. Yeah. No. Alrighty. Uh, so during this, um, Sky takes, or sorry, not Sky, May, May takes Sky away. So she's, you know, protecting her. Um, and she takes her directly into Vault D. Um, mm-hmm. now, I didn't know it had a uh, name. Curiosity. <laughs> um, it's, it's the same vault that Ward was in at the beginning that's, of the season, which we that's knew was That's what Vault I thought D. it was. Yep. Still so, didn't know it had a name. <laughs> Yep, it's it, uh, it's it had it on the door, and I think yeah. I, uh, we've referenced it because we've what seen what door? Vault D a the one that times. fades away. Also... 
No, not that one. No, the actual door to go into the... The door uh, right okay, before yeah, the yeah. stairs. <laughs> Remember, we call it like Vault Douchebag or Vault Dick or something like that for one. Oh, that's true. We did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I vaguely recall this now. <laughs> and then there was Vault B, which was for boxes or maybe yes. something else. Not. Baboons might yeah. be the other option. Yeah. yeah so um, in my mind, there's always a reason why someone's going to there. So why do you, why, did either of you have any idea why May took Sky to Vault D? To put themselves in it, to try to keep the others out? No, I mean, it was it? the... It might have been the closest one to the door. I was like, yeah, I it might have been closer to where they were. Because honestly... It was a time crunch. Think, yeah, thinking, they must be closer to it. Because thinking of all the stuff they have around them, the bus would probably be the safest place. Because they have that room that nothing can get out of. Not even the uh, Asgardian, right? So unless you get shot, you two are way too practical. I I was wondering why <laughs> I know, the letter D. I know you I have chose a... that one. Wait, way to ruin my joke. Thanks. Yeah, That's I knew you was... had something, but you asked. So <laughs> I was like, you asked the question. This is you should know we're t we're most likely going to ruin anything you've got. <sighs> All right. Anyway, what was your hey. Al? Why did they go to Vault D? Oh, I didn't actually have a good one. I was kind of hoping oh. either of you would think. I mean, I'm thinking because her you name is You just wanted easy. a joke. You didn't have He's a like, joke. It's like, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to... Nope. Nope. All right. That's terrible. Did they go Vault D because it was a dangerous situation? Oh, it could be that. Her name is Daisy. I mean, instead of Sky. So it's a nice reminder. It's a callback to that. Her birth yeah. name is Daisy. I'm still it is never true. calling her that. Well, too, too bad. Yeah, I know. I'm okay with this. Are you just going to call just her... I'm just going to keep calling her Sky. Dr. Sky's dad's daughter. No. It's either Not... that or, what was it, Mary Sue Poots? Yeah, Mary Sue Poots. <laughs> Who the hell named her that shit? It's like asking for the child was... to get bullied. Oh, my God. Yeah. She doesn't have to go by her full name. I mean, some people just go by their first name. Or their last name. Just call her Poots. <laughs> or their That's middle name. almost worse. Mary and Sue... Though a little old-fashioned, not terrible. Poots, pretty bad. Uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> Definitely the one you want to hide of that, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, during this time, while in Vault D for dangerous situation, um, uh, everything's shaking, and uh, Sky decides to just shoot herself to knock herself out. Yeah, yeah. which was Thanks. kind but, of startling. Yeah, right before that, um, like Sif is chasing after them, and uh, Cree dude or Truncheon man, as I like to call him, mm -hmm. um, is chasing them, and Mac gets laid out by the guy. So Hunter tries to take him down. If freaking Mac gets laid out, there's no way Hunter is right. going to do like, it. Uh, Hunter, do you understand what's going on here? <laughs> no, no. All right, all right. How, and you guys like remember? Do you guys remember how uh they take out Truncheon man? With this truncheon? No, they um. Well, he shoots them with what Colson calls the Bambino, which is the destroyer gun from Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I which I really if that's hate what that, that was. Didn't know it had a name yeah. either. Yeah, I don't like that name. <laughs> you know who where, probably where came up with from? that name? Colson. No, I was, gonna say, I was going to say Stark. Stark's got crappy names for crappy shit. Maybe that does sound like a Starkey name, although um, uh, Colson has a lot of dad jokes, so that might be more of a dad jokey thing. 
Coulson would name or uh, Stark would name it after something in pop culture. Hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Gambino wasn't that. Um. Uh, God, it's a sports thing. Babe Ruth's <laughs> uh, um nickname. I think so. I know it's a baseball player, but yeah, I think it is Babe Ruth. Yeah. And Colson strikes me as a baseball fan. Old, old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Or a fan of the Sandlot, because they all love... Oh, yeah, that's true. In that, which is probably the only reason why I know that name. I've that's probably why I know so it, too. Times, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sky shoots herself. Yes. <laughs> she shoots herself... And with then the, we get the, with the, the next scene. Icer. Which yeah. was, which is good. I thought she was literally going to shoot herself because I was like, it's May. Does she have actual bullets in there? Like, I assumed that's what she had. I was pleasantly surprised yeah. it was not. But if well, it I wasn't... That... Uh, I'm sorry, Al. But if it wasn't okay. the Icer, um, and he, she shot herself to kill herself, she, she shot the wrong spot. No, she no, shot herself in the arm. <laughs> and then she would just be in pain, and then the whole playground would crumble down, probably. <laughs> we've we've had this conversation before around when they use icers and when they don't. And mm-hmm. I feel like they just default to always using icers. Except in the what it I think is are the, the weirdest scenarios to use an <laughs> icer or not. Like what scenarios? Well, so we had the uh, when was it? It was Sometime during the first half of this season, when they were in Australia, and it was, I think it was Coulson, Trip, oh, yeah. and Fitz, and the three of them went, and they, they like go, they, they break into the Air Force facility, and mm-hmm. they're using actual live ammo there. They're not using icers. Like, yeah, for these innocent people. Uh huh, exactly. <laughs> That's the, the weird one to me. Ugh, all right. And I think that all of that was just so that way they could say Trip gets shot, and then Doctor Sky's dad gets away. Mm-hmm. But that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that, uh, we get on to the to the next scene of uh, Lady Sif escorting uh, Vintak away. There was a whole uh, conversation there. Tony, I see your your name right here. You want to take it away with this whole? Yeah. Part? Well, more was just um, Sif actually leaving. Uh, what I've got two questions, or actually one question, one comment. When does Heimdall go on the run? I was gonna ask the exact same question. Good okay. question. Um, although after I asked this, I did kind of answer my own question because I, for some reason, always assumed he went on the run after Thor: The Dark World. Right. Because he technically did betray Odin, and then. If Loki took over his Odin, he wouldn't have exonerated him. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, our next movie, Thor leaves calling Heimdall, and he doesn't meet Scourge, apparently, or else he wouldn't have been surprised in Ragnarok. Huh. So he must have done something else to piss off Loki. <laughs> <laughs> to He committed treason a second time. Mm-hmm. The third time, he committed yeah. treason against Loki in yep. when he was king in the first Thor movie. Yep, and he committed treason against he. He's quite treasonous. I mean, he has good reason to treason, which I mm-hmm. rhymed on purpose. 
Um, my thought is uh, that um, Skr no, whoever's taking over for Heimdall at the moment, uh, transported Sif somewhere else because we never see Sif after this, as of right now, August twenty first, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. That's something I was kind of going to bring up later in a few years when we talk about Ragnarok and also Infinity War, maybe, too. Um, well, we can bring it up again because uh, we won't remember this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, we never see her. Like, Because even in Ragnarok, we get... I don't remember if we see all three of the Warriors 3, but they all just kind of die off quickly. Yeah, we, we see all three of them. Two of them die very quickly, and then Hogan gets a little fight with the army. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. but no Sif. Right. Yeah. Um, so during the scene, we also see Lady Sif uh, mentions that this could all just be destiny, and this is happening for magical reasons, hand wavy stuff. It's science, it's science reasons. Oh, Magic is right. the science, science we don't understand yet. <laughs> that's right. Your favorite phrase, Tony. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so then at the end we get the uh, we get a little chat between uh, May and Coulson. So this is after Lady Sif and Truncheon Man leave, um, where they they say uh, uh, they quote uh, Richard Agent Richard Lumley from the previous season, who said, "Wherever sky goes, death follows." Mm-hmm. So nice uh, reminder for that. So uh oh, this could be Destiny saying that sky you know just keeps bringing death. So that's not good. No. <sighs> no. So then, oh, I'm so confused uh, we, how Death followed her before because she didn't have Rumble powers. Yeah, she kind of seemed to grow up. I mean, we don't really know much about her like growing up as a foster kid, but uh, she probably witnessed death, I assume. I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Did, did that happen I before? Yeah. I mean, we know very little about her childhood. We know... We can figure some stuff out from a TV show that happens later that Alicia doesn't know there's a connection to. Thanks. So we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm a guinea pig. I'm in the dark. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Which, damn it, there's a joke that goes with that show. So I can't make it. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, but we don't know. Um, we know she had a crappy childhood, but that doesn't mean that she saw death necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay, it it could just be be later. It it's a, it's destiny, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter until till later. So it was destiny that she would be good with computers and then would end up in Shield, and then death started following her. That's when things got interesting. Before death was just kind of. Hanging out, watching movies all I the mean, time. Death saw her visit her because the stuff that Cal did in, and Whitehall did in China, that was death. But That's after true. that, start out. Yeah. After that, I mean, probably not a lot. <laughs> and then she joined Shield. So there was a good like twenty year gap where death was just like chilling. <laughs> That's good. Everyone needs a break. Yeah. We know who we should ask. Hella. Jeez. 
shirt. <laughs> if anyone knows what Death was up to, it'd be her. It would be her. <laughs> so just on a side note, you know what else everyone needs uh, instead of just a break? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking deadlines. a break today. Well, what was that? <laughs> uh, deadlines. De- so okay. So I was at uh, a Disney World park this past weekend. And they're doing some construction around this park because mm-hmm. they're always mm-hmm. doing construction around everywhere. They're and getting so, ready for Star um, Wars land, I thought. Uh, they are. Uh, I mean, it's, it's that land. There's a bunch of stuff on Epcot. They're doing a bunch of uh, yeah. hotels. There's like there, there's just always construction. Um, they have this new, I don't know what it's called, but like the sky, it's, it's not like a rail. Like you sit in a chair. Um, well, what's, what's that thing for like a ski resort like where it takes you to the top of the mountain i know what you're talking about oh you're talking about a chairlift yeah chairlift yeah Yeah. so yeah disney's gonna have those to go like between the parks chairlifts and all that so they're doing that construction that's a really long chairlift so (laughs) yes yes it is i was like i've been between the parks recently that is a really really long chairlift (laughs) uh excuse you yeah and they're building them wow So, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they, they have all these like in these like temporary walls where they're putting everything up. They, they have all these like quotes from Walt Disney, you know, these inspirational quotes. And I forget what all of them. And they actually were pretty inspirational, right? Like we strive mm-hmm. really hard to make magic or something along those lines. Um, and then all of a sudden we just see one turn over. And it's everybody needs deadlines. Huh. They, they could have gone with something a little more uh, inspirational, less slave driver, but okay, that works too. Well, you got to think procrastinators. As I, I a self-proclaimed procrastinator, uh, if I never had deadlines, I would literally never do anything. So I need deadlines. I don't know if everybody needs them, but speaking for myself, I'm good with them. <laughs> I mean, they are good, but it's definitely not motivational. I mean... Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, so the next scene of the episode of Agents of Shield, um, we see uh, everyone um, cleaning up glass basically in the playground because you know the whole attack of of uh, Truncheon Man and Lady Sif and all that stuff that happened and in the previous Quake. scenes. Yeah, and Quake. That's right. Um, and so um, Fitz is trying to apologize for not telling everyone about uh, Sky, and uh, he's trying to also give a reasons why he didn't tell everyone. Because everybody everyone was like, disagrees. "We gotta do something to these people that are different." Yep. 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 That's pretty much it. Um, but uh, everyone disagrees about him lying, or for the reasons and mm-hmm. all that. So there, that's a that's gonna be a big. Uh, damper on personal relationships within the group mm-hmm. and then sky just chooses dun, dun, dun. to put herself in lockdown <laughs> which yeah dude if that was me i would do the same shit yeah she also put herself in the safest room in the place unlike where they ran to earlier she knew that um <laughs> that May's plan was not great mm-hmm. <laughs> so that worked out yeah. Uh, all right, and then finally, the final episode or final scene of the episode is uh, uh, Hunter confronting Mac about his secret with Bobby, um, and uh, so Mac is trying to convince him, no, you know, it's it's nothing crazy, 
uh, Mac or uh, Hunter doesn't go for it, so Mac uh, knocks him out. Like you do. Like you do. Exactly. Exactly. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Oof. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is what happens when we uh, when we when we take a week off in between our, our ourselves recording. I, I think it took us. <laughs> uh, longer to to get through that, but uh, anyway, I think uh, I'm good with that. I don't have anything else to say to either of you two. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. All right, cool. All right, everyone. So this was episode 12 of Agents of Shield season two. Listen to us next week when we talk about episode 13. One of us. One of us. One <laughs> of us. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, truncheon. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't have to remember this episode. <laughs> you won't have to remember anything. Um, all right. Uh, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 12, Who You Really Are. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Who are you really?